All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 13 of the We Hate More Sports podcast. Um, it's just PC this uh, this weekend. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not feeling 100%. All right. I don't know what it was that I ate. Don't know what it could have possibly been, actually. Um, but, yeah. Stomach is currently in a war right now. Um you know, so if this episode is shorter than the typical We Ate More Sports episode, you know why. Um, but this week, I really wanted to get it out because uh, it is a pretty massive week. Uh, it is the last week of the regular season and the MLB. The playoffs are right around the corner. Um, so I'll be giving out I end up the season awards, who I think is going to win uh, each major award um, by the end of the season and also we gotta talk about some wrestling of course because a huge wrestling weekend we got xc no mercy that is going on tonight and then AEW wrestle dream going on tomorrow night uh so i'll be giving my predictions for each of those cards and the best thing that i saw last week like i said it's a short episode short ep um chill ep uh so yeah without further ado let's jump into the episode but of course if you're not already go and check out the latest episode of the we Eat sports uh podcast uh that is the younger or the older brother actually of this podcast uh where we discuss football and basketball we did we ate trivia 28 this past week um and of course gave out our locks and shocks for week four so go and check out that episode uh, episode 142 um so yeah tolu we exposed Tolu as a cheater again um, at this point, I'm really starting to think that he should just be banned from all competitive main games that we do on the podcast, but, you know, uh, he gets to enjoy his little Mickey Mouse victory or whatever, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's what we did in We Hate Sports, uh, on We Hate Sports this week. Um, go and check out our socials, our Twitter and Instagram at WHS underscore podcast and our YouTube and Twitter at, or our YouTube and TikTok, excuse me, at We Hate Sports, um. So yeah, without further ado, let's just uh, jump into uh, what we think and who we think are going to be uh, the winners of MLB Awards this year. So uh, yeah, like I said, you know, only two as it stands right now, as I'm recording this right now, and this will be uploaded later on tonight, there's only two days left of the MLB regular season. Only two days left, all right, let alone the, the race uh, for the wild card. That's uh, being established right now. I have to see. Excuse me. Bless me. Um, but, yeah. I'm not going to get to that. Unfortunately, Jalen has work. Um, our schedules don't quite line up. Um, that might be a bit of a, more of an issue in the future. But that's uh, something that I'll announce. Uh, we ate sports next week. But, um, yeah. Uh, MLB Awards. I'm just going to jump right into them, starting with the MVP of both conferences, the AL and NL, starting with who I think is going to win AL MVP. Now, AL MVP this year, I think, should be a bit more wide open than what it actually is. Um, you know, it's probably going to still end up being Shohei, which, if it is, I'm not complaining he is the best player in the world. Um, with that being said, I do think that there are some other players that deserve that that moniker, that prestigious award. Um, and if you're asking me my choice for AL MVP this year, I think it should go to Julio Rodriguez. Uh, J-Rod, man. Mariners, they're surging. Like, the scene was left for dead, like, by the start of, like, 
I want to say, I want to say, you know, before All Star break, there weren't a lot of people that were high on this team. They were, they were out of everybody's radar, and then all of a sudden, that post All Star break, they've just gone insane. <laughs> Rodriguez has helped his team, you know, hopefully, potentially get um, a wild card spot. And if they say and keep, I don't know what the current standings are right now. We can actually check right now, um, but. As it stands, you know, the fact that they're even in this position, uh, the surge that they had, the amazing month of August that they had, Julio Rodriguez leading the charge for that, I think there's no doubt in my mind that it should, honestly, it should truly be, guys, it should truly be Julio Rodriguez that wins uh, AL MVP this year. Now, they are one game out right now, as it stands, uh, the Astros uh, hold that final wild card spot. And if you're a baseball fan, if the Astros lose, America wins. That's how I see it. Um, and they're only one game out. And their last series of the year is against the Rangers. Uh, the Rangers currently are the leaders of the AL West. You know, so even if the uh, even if they take two out of three from the Rangers, that would that would be cash shopping for them but but it would see the uh, Astros ring on top now funny enough the Astros take on the Diamondbacks uh this weekend um and I I believe uh they have won the first game yeah they won the first game which means um that the Diamondbacks currently hold the second wild card spot which means that the Marlins uh currently hold the third wild card spot um if the Cubs want a shot at getting back into a final wild card spot then they would have to uh beat the Brewers who have already locked up the NL Central um it seems like everybody is against the Brewers here or excuse me against the Cubs I'm just hoping that the Astros don't make it but that's just me personally um <clears throat> I think I think Julio, let me get back to what I was even talking about. This is about AL MVP, Julio Rodriguez. I think if the Mariners find a way back into the playoffs, sneak into the playoffs, Julio has to win MVP, undoubtedly, in my opinion. Uh, that's why I think it's going to win AL MVP. Why I think it's going to win NL MVP, I'm going with Raul Acuna Jr. Um, as much as I hate the Braves, and trust me, I do hate those damn Braves, Ronald Cooney Jr., he's having a historic season. 40 home runs, 70 stolen bases. Yeah, that's that's impressive. It's cool. It's sweet. That's all you're going to get out of me. That's all you're going to get out of me. He's probably going to win MVP. That's all you're going to get out of me. All right, um, let's go to Cy Young Awards now in the AL. I'm going to go with Garrett Cole. Um, the Yankees, honestly, the Yankees' injuries derailed their season. Um, and because of that, we kind of got robbed of a Cy Young season from Garrett Cole, who did have a really good bounce back year. Um, but unfortunately, I think Cy Young's this year are going to go to two players that teams aren't going to be in the playoffs this year. Um, the first one in the AL is going to go to Garrett Cole for me. Um, like I said, really good bounce back year. I think last year, um, you know, his issues they had with laying up home runs like every single time that he uh that he started was uh it was an issue um but yeah i i think i would go with Garrett Cole. gli would be happy with my pick i'm sure um and then for nl cy young i'm going to go with blake snell um for the padres the padres you know they historically had a really high payroll this year and they didn't even snip the wild card um which is unfortunate for them. If you had to take away a bright spot from the scene this year, it would be Blake Snell because he Blake Snell, 
he has consistently been the one good thing out of the San Diego Padres team this year. Bob Melvin, he's already out as a Padres head coach. They're probably going to hire Gabe Kapler as their next manager, um, which is hilarious because uh, Gabe Kapler got fired by the Giants uh, as well. So they're probably going to swap managers. Um, if that's the case, Blake Snell, if I were you personally, I would just ask out San Diego right now because it's clear that they're going to waste your potential there. Um, and there weren't really too many other high candidates in the NL that I could think of that you know really was on Snell's level this year. So I'm going to go Blake Snell for NL Cy Young. Um, now, next one up, Rookies of the Year. In the AL, I'm going to go with Gunnar Henderson of the Orioles. The Orioles, man. Can we can we talk about the Baltimore Orioles for a second? The team has over 100 victories this year. Like, the Orioles. Like, this is a team that has, like, consistently been bad ever since I started watching baseball, like, by seasons. You know, I've been watching baseball on and off ever since 2008 when the Phillies won, but, like, I was never a real, like, big fan until I'd say I, I hit my teenage years, you know, until I was really in high school back in 2014 is when I really started watching year by year. Um, and since 2014, before this season, the Orioles have always been a bad team. So the fact that they have over 100 victories this year, is insane. That has not been done since 1982. 1982 was pretty long ago now, guys. Like, 1982, that was over 30 years ago now, which is insane. So, the fact that the Orioles are as good as they are this year, it is um, intuitive of how great this team has been, the, the coaching that they've been given, and the players that are stepping up. And one of those players that have stepped up is uh, their top pick in Gunnar Henderson this year. Um, and he undoubtedly is going to run away with AL uh, rookie of the year, in my opinion. Um, should be if I were if I were the committee, I would give him just one vote. He's not going to AL MVP, but I would give him one vote for AL MVP as well. Um, because the Orioles, they've been amazing, man. They've been incredible. Um, that's my pick for AL rookie of the year. And AL rookie of the year, it's another runaway. Um, now, I do think that Ellie De La Cruz, had he come up a bit earlier, might have had a case for it. But Corbin Carroll of the Arizona Diamondbacks is running away with uh, NL Rookie of the Year. Um, again, the, the, the Diamondbacks are just another great team this year with another great story. Um, I'm hoping that the Phillies face them because I really don't want to face the Marlins in the wild card. Um, but the Diamondbacks, they were the leaders of the NL West um, going into that All Star break, like that's 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 impressive as hell, um, and they have a few hiccups as a young team with no experience in the postseason should, um, but they managed to you know get it around and barring any chokes, uh, this weekend, um, they will be in the playoffs this year, and Corbin Carroll is going to be a huge reason why, um, so that would be my pick for NL Rookie of the Year, and finally the managers of the year. Starting in the AL, I'm going back to the Orioles. I'm going with Brandon Hyde. Brandon Hyde, I don't know where he came from, man, but you've really turned this team around. Um, and the fact that we're talking about the Orioles, like I said, a team that has been just bad over like the last decade, um, finally rebuilding, finally getting a great young core in there of players, and they have the right coaching in for it. Brandon Hyde, if you don't win... AL Manager of the Year. I I I don't know who else would even have a have a shot. Um, Bruce Bochy, 
maybe. Um, but it has to it has to be Brandon Hyde. It has to be Brandon Hyde. If it's not Brandon Hyde, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting a thousand dollars on Brandon Hyde running away with AL Manager of the Year. Um uh, and for NL Manager of the Year, this is once again not a popular choice. I don't even think he's in the running, but damn it, he should have won it last year and he wasn't qualified because he didn't coach enough games for us. I think it should be Rob's option that wins NL uh, Manager of the Year. Like, seriously. Like, dude, he did not have Bryce Harper for the first two months of the season. The Phillies started off bad, all right? We were bad for the first, like, two months of the year. 25 and 32 at one point. Like, weren't in playoff contention. And then all of a sudden, started to pick up Cassianos, play like an all-star, got selected as an all-star. Craig Kimbrell, before the all-star break, was amazing. Then, then the bats started to heap up. Then the Trey Turner ova- standing ovation happened. He started to heat up. And then the daycare started to, to click with uh, Brandon Marsh and um, Bryson Sack and Alec Bohm. They've all evolved and changed and grown as players. That's all because of Rob Thompson, ladies and gentlemen. You saw Kyle Schorber. I even mentioned the amazing Shore Bombs. Like... I, I know there are managers that probably deserve it a little bit more. I might be a little bit biased in saying Rob Thompson, but seriously, if you think about it, like this team, yeah, they were in the World Series last year. Why do you think they were in the World Series last year? Nobody had them going that far. It was because of Rob Thompson. You know, there, there are still people that didn't even give them a shot this year. And the fact that they made the surge that they did, um, and credit to them because uh, they were just currently on a seven-game winning streak, um, and had it not been for Angel Hernandez, it would probably been eight. Uh, probably would have been eight. Um, I go with Rob Thompson for Manager of the Year in the NL man, and again, I think it's a it's an award he should have won last year, um, and unfortunately didn't, and that sucks, um, you know, because he just wasn't qualified enough. Um, and then coach enough games. Well, he coached enough games this year. And I think the Rob Thompson should win manager of the year. Um, but those are my picks. End of the season MLB awards. Um, next week, we'll, I'll, uh, we'll try to get uh, Gianni's. Hopefully our schedule is like up so that we can, um, so I can get uh, Gianni's uh, end of the season awards as well for you guys. Um, but yeah, I think the MLB postseason is right around the corner. Wild card. It's next weekend. It's going to be. It's going to be electric, man. It's going to be electric in MLB. Seriously. All right. Uh, but let's transition into another sport. Sports entertainment, uh, to be exact. Because, like I said, NXT No Mercy is tonight. Um, and it feels like everybody has their eyes on NXT once again. You know, and that just. That just warms my heart, you know, because I was one, you know, of the few people in the in the wrestling fan base in the IWC that was watching XC and its little, you know, uh, what do you want to call it, transition, you know, from you know black and gold to the rainbow colored extravaganza that was um, what two point gave us. Um, I think was if I could if I could take away one incredible thing from the 2.0 era, it would be the people 
it would be the wrestlers that we got from that era, like that got uh, a spotlight. Roxanne Perez, Carmelo Hayes, Shrek Williams, Ron Breaker, Grayson Waller, Tony D'Angelo, all these guys came from the 2.0 era. And we saw 2.0 grow into what it is now. Like, now you got Shawn Michaels saying that XC today is the closest thing you will get to the Attitude Era, and I agree with him. Like, if you watch a weekly show of XC, it has everything that you would expect from the Attitude Era. Horniness, it has the personalities, it has the wrestling for all the wrestling marks out there, it has the sports entertainment for all the sports entertainment marks out there. It checks off almost every tally that you want to see on a wrestling show if you're a wrestling fan. And the fact that, you know, No Mercy, it's in Bakerfield, California tonight, like, in like, this is a really good card. It's a really balanced card. And it's, I think it's going to be really fun. I think it's going to be really fun. And it's, it's just, as a as a diehard NXT fan, it's just really nice to see, like, everybody, like, happy and, like, satisfied with this with this card now. Um, satisfied with watching NXT again after, you know, everyone said that it's, like, washing over and that Tony Khan killed it. XC never died. They may have, you know, forgotten, not even forgotten who they were. May have just tried something different in the way they liked it. Um, but now everybody's watching. Now everybody thinks it's at Tierra 2.0, and I love that. And I love that. Uh, so let's get into the actual card for uh, No Mercy tonight. Uh, starting with uh, the main event, the XC Championship on the line, Carmelo Hayes versus Ilya Dragunov 2. Uh, the first match that we got from these guys at the Great American Bash was an all-time classic. Like, seriously, we need to talk about how Ilya Dragunov never has a bad match. This match, I think, is going to be a lot different psychology-wise. Um, and I don't think Carmelo is going to have Trick by his side to save him this time. As he as he wanted. As he wanted. I believe in him. Carmelo Hayes is him. When he shoot, he don't miss. It's going to be a war. There's going to be a lot of quick near falls. I wouldn't even I would even be surprised if Ilya Dragunov walked out as NXT champion tonight. But I'm still going with Carmelo Hayes. Um, it's going to be a war. It's going to be a classic. Like if there's one match that you want to watch from this card, it's going watch this match because it's going to be great. It's it's going to be an all time classic. Um, Ilya's destiny. I don't know where he goes from here if he loses. Then again, I don't know where he goes from here if he wins. So that's why I'm going with Carmelo Hayes to retain his NXT championship. Um, and it's going to go well with my ending shot of the of the night, um, as you'll as you'll learn um, in just a few short minutes. Uh, my uh, the next matchup: Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton for the NXT Women's Title, an Extreme Rules match. Um, this should be fun. Like this is going to be fun. Um, it's going to be a chaotic match. I expect, I actually expect like some some crazy stuff in some crazy spots in this match. Uh, Tiff being the acrobat, the gymnast that she is, maybe we might see a ladder spot. Maybe we might might see her try a, a PME with a with a steel chair on Becky's on Becky's body. Who knows? Um, but I do have Becky Lynch retaining her title. Um, it's just too early. You know, Tiffany Stratton, 
Uh, I think she has some loose ends that she can uh, pick up in uh, the mid card for the women. Um, and you could start introducing more viable threats on the NXT uh, women's roster, which I think is a huge possibility. So I, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch to retain. Becky still has a lot more people to put over as champion, not just in NXT, but on the main roster as well, in the Hartwell, Cancel Raids, Tegan Knox, all these people are mentioned. Uh, this is going to be a fun match, but I think we all know who's going to walk out as the victor. Uh, give me Becky to retain the NXT Women's Championship. Next one up is the North American title on the line. Dirty Dominic Mysterio versus Trick Williams with Dragon Lee as the special guest referee. Now, Dragon Lee is a, a interesting situation because he's not officially on the main roster, but he keeps being booked on the main roster. He just wrestled down on Raw for the NA title. He has a match with Austin Theory next week on SmackDown. Um, yeah, he's kind of everywhere right now. Like, he's, he's really everywhere right now, um, and he's going to be a special guest referee for this match, and I think, I really do think that uh, he's, going to, he's going to do something here that will cost Dom, and it's going to help Trick Williams become the new North American champion. Another excellent black man as a North American champion. North American title, you know what? That was made from... That was, I almost said something crazy. North America tells for for the black people. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Um, and just hearing the arena chant "Whoop that trick" during Trick's entrance with Booker on commentary, giving those incredible ad libs, that's going to be an incredible moment. Uh, give me Trick to become new North American champion tonight. He's going to walk out with Carmelo at the end of the night, and they're both going to hold up their titles as excellent black two-man scheme that they are it's always going to be trick metal game on top so yes give me a trick walking out as new, uh, new north american champion um next match the heritage cup heritage cup is on the line uh noam dar taking on the winner of the heritage cup invitational butch aka pete dunn aka the bruiserweight aka the dude that is going to give uh noam dar a run for his money but this is the heritage cup um I, I I don't think that you know NXT would have uh, you know Butch complete like this because he still is in a rivalry um, on the main roster with Pretty Deadly, um, and I don't think they want to distinguish uh, or they want to put anybody over um, on top of each other, especially Sheamus out with injury right now. Um, I, I don't think they want to make Butch like a single star. Like he's they they still have some unfinished business. Um, on the main roster, him and uh, Rich Holland with Pray Deadly. Um, and I think they're just going to wait on that. Maybe you might even see Pray Deadly cost Butch here in this match. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to go with Noam Dard's routine. Noam, you know, he's been a great Heritage Cup champion. I actually really like Metaphor. They're kind of one of the funnier acts in XC right now. Um, I think that he does more than enough to retain his uh, Heritage Cup tonight. I'm going to take off my Durag too because it's starting. Oh. Starting to get a headache. Starting to get a headache. I definitely wrapped that way too tight. My stomach is already in knots. I don't need a headache to add to that. Um, let's go with the next match. The Anxie Tag Team Championships Online and a fail four-way match. Uh, the family, Tony D'Angelo and Stax, 
uh, taking on the Creed Brothers, Julius and Brutus, OTM making their PLA debut. Um, it is Lucian Price and Bronco Nima with with Scripps, aka Reggie, who's all of a sudden from from the streets now. Uh, out the mud, OTM taking on Angel Humberto. That will be debuting their new gimmick. Um, I I think that the the family retains here. It's going to be a car crash match, and all of those matches are just going to be like it should be fun. Like there should be a lot of crazy spots in this match. Um, but yeah, this is this is uh, Tony D and Stacks first defense on uh, pay per view. So uh, yeah, I I don't think they would lose the titles that quickly. Uh, so give me a family to retain. Um, and finally, well, second to last, we got Brom Breaker taking on. Uh, Baron Corbin here. Burn the ships or get speared. Um, we might even see Von Wagner return here after the match. Um, but I got Braun Breaker uh, picking up the victory here. Um, it's going to be a fun match. It's going to be a physical match. Um, these guys clearly don't like each other. Um, and that's like been like the story. I think it's been like a really cool storyline that they told. Who's the bad badassiest in all of NXT? And Mir the Evil is going to uh, extinguish the fire um, that is coming from Corbin's uh, burning ships. So yes, give me Braun to win. And finally, the one pre-show match that we have: uh, Blair Davenport taking on Kalani Jordan. I actually got Kalani Jordan winning here. Um, you know, unfortunately, her, her storyline, her program with Dana Brooke abruptly ended when Dana got released. Um, so I think Shaw is going to make it up to her and have her pick up a victory in front of a, in front of a live crowd. Um, I think Blair is going to put her over. She's going to get some help from Gigi Dolan as well. So, yes, give me Kalani Jordan uh, to pick up the victory. She's going to gain some massive traction um, going into the breakout tournament, which is uh, going to announce all the participants next week on XC. So, yeah. Kalani joined to pick up the victory. Like I said, XC No Mercy tonight. It should, it should be just a wonderful pay-per-view, like a wonderful time. If you're a wrestling fan and you truly care about wrestling, you truly care about XC, go and check out. Uh, just go and check out No Mercy tonight. It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right. Um, but transitioning from NXT to AEW, AEW Sunday night is going to have AEW Wrestle Dream in Seattle, Washington to honor Antonio Inoki, uh, the late, great, amazing Japanese influence. Um, it's going to have a couple of NJPW guys on the card. Um, and you might see a few surprises. Just, just say, you might see a few surprises on this card as well. Um, but let me start with the zero hour matches. Uh, like I said, uh, a few uh, New Japan guys on the card, especially from New Japan Strong. Uh, the AEW trio styles are on the line. The acclaimed Daddy S, um, uh, Anthony Bowens, and um, Max Caster taking on uh, Shane Hayes, Mikey Nichols, and Bad Dude Tito. They're from New Japan Strong. Um, I, I Correct me if I'm wrong because I don't watch New Japan, um, but I'm pretty sure they're all in the group with each other i know shane hayes is uh shane hayes was currently in wwe before um but this is a no-brainer acclaim acclaim are gonna win this match um it should be fun there's not much really to say <laughs> i don't think you had them lose the trio styles to a uh, new japan strong group on the pre-show 
of one of your more anticipated uh, pay-per-views of the year. Um, so yeah, give me the acclaim. Uh, and then the second zero-hour match, um, this is the card as it stands right now. There will probably be another match added to zero-hour, I would assume, but this has it stands right now. Uh, Luchasaurus taking on Nick Wayne. I got Luchasaurus picking up the victory. Luchasaurus, it really seems like uh, they're they're pushing him to become like a, a very valiant baby face. Because um, we all saw, we all saw like how he was like actually looking at the title that was actually his on Collision last Saturday, right? Like he was the champion. Christian was acting as champion, and Christian actually is the champion now. Um, he might gain some respect from Nick Wayne tonight. Um, Nick Wayne is going to give Luchasaurus like an amazing match, um, but yeah. Lucha is going to pick up the victory um, in this match. That's the zero hour. Let's get to the main card now. All right. Starting with FTR, seven star FTR taking on Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Uh, Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher, Aussie Open. I'm going to go actually with Aussie Open. Um, sooner or later, FTR have to lose to somebody not named the Young Bucks, right? And Aussie Open, I think, is a very strong candidate to do that. Um, they have. They have it all. Like, they have it all. As this is really, it's really all I could say. They have it all. Uh, they have the look. They have the talent. They have the mic skills. Um, you know, and FTR, this is the rematch that they've been weighing on. Um, I, I think that, like I said, sooner or later, FTR have to lose to somebody. Not named the Young Bucks. Um, like, I, I, I don't know about y'all, but I'm, I'm getting a little bit tired of seeing that, that program. Um I hope they don't. I hope Tony Khan doesn't go that direction. So give me Aussie Open. I think this. Uh, I want this to start the show. I hope it starts the show because it will be an amazing opener to the show. Um, and it's it's going to be a nice breath of fresh air to see somebody not named Young Bucks or FTR on top of the tag team division. So yes, give me Aussie Open to win the. AEW Tag Team Championships. All right. Next match, the ROH World Title and New Japan Strong Openweight Titles are on the line. Uh, Eddie Kingston, two belt Eddie, taking on the wrestler Shibata. Um, this this is just gonna be a love letter to all the the pure wrestling fans out there. Um, Eddie is going to win this match, um, obviously, unless they want to make Shibata three belt Shibata, which would be incredible. I think we all love these two wrestlers very much. Um, but Eddie is on the run of his life right now. Like, you know, he's dealing with injuries as well and trying to prevent them. And, like, for the first time in his life, he's not taking any independent bookings right now because he has so much responsibilities that he's been blessed and delivered with by AEW in New Japan. Uh, so give me Eddie to retain. He He deserves this. That's really all I can say. He deserves this. I think we all know that A. Kingston deserves this. So, yes, it's going to be a fun match, but give me A to uh, retain his two belts. Uh, the next match, the ROH World Tag Team titles are on the line. In a 201 handicap match. Better than you, Bay Bay. Um, MJF is the only one in this match because Adam Cole, uh, he tore a few ligaments in his ankle, and it's not good. He, he needs surgery. He's going to be out for a minute, man. And it sucks. It really, really sucks. Um, and they're taking on MGF's going to go in alone and take on the Righteous in this matchup. The Righteous, um, good old Vince and Dutch, 
uh, I, I still don't really know what to think of him yet. Um, I do think that... I do think that they're capable enough of being someone like MGF, but we have to remember MGF is currently AEW World Champion as well. Um, and I think MGF is just going to find a way. Like, MGF always finds a way. This is going to be the MGF match where everybody realizes just how good MGF actually is. And, like, we might come out of this event saying that MGF is, like, the best wrestler in the world currently, period. Um, so, yeah, give me MGF. He is going to find a way. Max will find a way to win this matchup tonight. Um, or tomorrow night, rather. Uh, so, yes, give me MGF. Uh, to retain the tag team titles. Um, the next match, the TBS Championship is on the line. Chris Sadlander taking on Julia Hart. Julia Hart, 21 years old. Only 21 years old. And is already having a title match on a um, massive pay-per-view. Like, that's impressive as hell. And she's on the run of her career. Um, I, I think she's, uh, what, 24-0 in um, her last like 24 singles matches. Like, she's been, she's been killing it. She's been killing it. Uh, Chris Sadlander has also been killing it. And I think it's going to be a very valid match. Um, I, I do have Chris Sadlander finally cooling off Julia Hart. Um, somebody does. I think Chris Sadlander does. Fun fact about Chris Sadlander. I did not realize that she was on Grimm's Toy Show. Like, if y'all remember watching Grimm's Toy Show, I, I remember watching Grimm's Toy Show, GTS, as a kid. I didn't realize she was... She was <laughs> a part of that crew with with Max Caster, um, and uh, B B Bobby Donovan, I believe his name was like that entire group. Like, yeah, she was she was the king, she she was the king. I I just put that together like a week ago, and I realized like, wait, holy shit, I've been watching Chris Statlander uh, longer than I I I've realized. Um, yeah, just just wanted to put that out there. Statlander wins this match, by the way, but yeah. Crazy. Small world. Um, next match is a battle to see who is the best technical wrestler in the world. Brian Danielson in his year-long retirement tour. Thank you on Zack Sabre Jr. This is actually a dream match. Um, and it really can go either way. I'm going with Danielson to win because I, I don't think he would lose. Um, in his hometown, uh, it, it, it's... It's going to be a fun match. If he were to lose, if he were to lose anybody, I think it would be Zack Saber, um, who is going to go down as one of the best technical wrestlers of all time. Uh, but yeah, man, like Danielson, God, he is. It's going to be so hard to see him actually walk away, like willingly from wrestling, uh, after this year, man. Um, but yeah, it it it's going to be a, it's going to be a all-time classic between these two. Give me Danielson to win this match, though. Um, and they're going to get... He's going to shake hands with Sabre after the match. Um, and I show respect. Um, and the next match up now, the Don Callis family, Kanosuke Takeshka, the Alpha, Will Ospreay, the man who defeated Jericho at Wembley, and the newest member, Sammy Guevara, who turned on his mentor, Chris Jericho. A few weeks ago at AEW Grand Slam, taking on the crazy mash team of Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Chris Jericho in this match. This should be a really compelling match. Um, I think together, 
uh, knowing the Don Callis family's uh, tricks and, and their ins and outs, I think might go with the Golden Jets to win this match. Uh, the Golden Jets being, you know, I don't know who takes the pin. I think it might it might end up being a Bushi pinning Gabar in this match. Either Bushi or Omega is going to pin Gabar in this match. Um, so yeah, Team Babyface to win this. Um, the next match, Hangman versus Swerve. This is one match I'm lo really looking forward to seeing. Um, you know, Hangman has had this fire lit under his ass for, by Swerve. Um, you know, Swerve is just... Swerve is so wavy, bro. Like, Swerve should really be a double champion in AEW right now. I stand by why I stand my interview with Rocco. Like, I I don't think that's a hot take. Like, this dude should be a champion in AEW right now, man. Um, and I think uh, they might do that depending on uh, what we what we get. Um, you know, in the in the future in this pay per view. Uh, but give me Swerve to win this match. Swerve needs a big win, a massive win. And I think he does that. In front of his hometown, in front of his family and friends, uh, against Hangman. Um, yeah, everybody's gonna be him, Prince Nana, stance afterwards. I'm not gonna do it right now. I'm, I'm y'all hear me? I'm, I'm, yeah. Swerve's gonna win though. I, 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 I'm not gonna put money on that, but I really want Swerve to win. All right. Uh, this next match, uh, to determine the number one contenders for AEW tag team titles. Um, the Young Bucks taking on the Guns of Bullet Club Gold, Guns Up, the Lucha Bros, and Orange Cassidy, and Hook. I'm going with the mixed match team of OC and Hook. All right, Orange Hook. I mean, come on, come on now. The story writes itself. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's just part of my plan to really just get some new faces in the tag team division. Um, and OC and Hook, uh, do that for me. You know, like, Young Bucks, Guns, Lucha Bros, we've already seen all of them as tag team champions. You know what I mean? Let's get something different. Let's go with those hook to win this match. All right. Um, and the main event, or the reported main event, a two out of three falls match, the TNT Championship, Christian Cage, Darby Allin. Man. I mean, Christian is on the run of his life right now. I think he's almost 50. Dude's on the run of his life right now. Like, it's incredible. It's actually, it's absolutely incredible. Darby Allen, um, I think this is the final chapter between these two. And it's going to be a really incredible chapter. And it's going to be a really incredible match. Give me Darby Allen to win this matchup, man. Darby Allen is going to win this match. He's going to get some help. Not from Nick Queen. Not from Luchasaurus from the debuting edge because why else would this match main event the card if Tony Khan hadn't already signed edge to a contract man I mean come on it, it, the writing's on the wall ladies and gentlemen what else is there more to say if this match main events edge is going to debut and come out during this match or after the match um, but either way as far as the actual result of the match itself I got Darby Allen coming out on top. Um, so, yes, Wrestle Dream, it should be a dream. It's going to feel like a fever dream. Um, great weekend of wrestling in store uh, for 
all of our lovely wrestling fans in IWC, get your popcorn ready, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, AEW um, and WWE, they're still our role. We're still in the boom period um, in wrestling. So, yeah, that is my predictions for No Mercy in Wrestle's Dream. Uh, let's just get into uh, the best thing that I saw last week, or rather that I saw this week. Um, is my dad. It's my dad, J. Cole. Um, he... Uh, popped on Lil, uh, Lil Yachty's, uh track, The Secret Recipe. And he probably gave uh, a candidate for verse of the year. Shut down any disses that YB threw at him. Um, man, I, I I I really appreciate it. I really appreciate J. Cole, man. Um, and his music, you know. If you're a J. Cole hater because he's too boring or his, his voice is like too weird or whatever it just i don't know what you're doing in your life man if you haven't gone uh check out his verse check out his verse secret recipe it's available everywhere lily alley j cole um go and check it out um yeah that's all i got i'm losing my voice as i speak and my stomach is bubbling up i'm a i'm a mess i'm a mess y'all i don't know how y'all feel i'm a mess right now i'm going to go and lay down before this four-hour ship that I have and try to get some rest. Um, take care of yourselves. Stay hydrated. Call up one. Check up on them. Tell them that you love them. And oh, oh, before I forget, shout out to my lovely cousin Heather who made this uh, wonderful blanket for me. Um, knitted this. Crocheted this all by herself. This, this is a big-ass blanket. This is a really big-ass blanket. Um, I have her business card here. Give me one second. Ugh. As you can see, business card right here. Um, yeah, go and check her out. Uh, you can check her out at HCS Mosiax. Um, that is her business. Hen handcrafted handcrafted with love um so yeah if you want this is a really comfortable blanket as well this is one of her biggest pieces that she's ever crocheted uh before um and like i said it's really comfy really comfortable and it's flexible strong um and i love it i love it so yes go and check out my cousin heather's uh business at hds mosex um she's available um on uh, not Twitter, on Instagram. Um, you can go and check out her business on Facebook as well. Um, that's all I got. Um, E-gaming matters. Uh, like I said, I'm going to go try to take care of myself. I'm going to try to heed my own advice for once. Um, be prepared for episode 143 of We Hate Sports Podcast and episode 14 of the We Hate More Sports Podcast next week. Um yeah, that's all I got. I've been PC. Take care of yourselves, everybody. I hope you have a great weekend. Um, and go birds. Go birds. That's all I got. Take care, guys.